0: By two, You must remember those words. Gordon's are You know what the Turing test is. I know comfort. Ladies and gentlemen welcome back to Stories out of Time and Space. I'm Scott One, And uh, <laughs> as always I'm joined by Julian well, I'm hoping one possibly Julian 2 or 3.
1: Uh, Julian how are you doing you okay? I'm actually Julian 42 and I find this movie incredibly <laughs> simplistic compared to what I could be. Yeah, uh, I'm doing good. Uh it's a treat to finally see this movie. Uh time we're talking about time crimes.
2: Yes. Uh
0: yeah, Spanish film uh le, le, I'm actually going to try and do it. Los uh, Cron... Cronocrimes. Cr- <laughs> I'm not going to bother. Yeah. Uh, Spanish film. Uh, this is the second Spanish film we've done, because obviously we, mm. we did uh, the original version of Eyes Wide Shut. Um Starring... Um, no, small cast. I love the fact this has actually got a really controlled cast. Um, oh, God, this is where it's going to be. I've got to pronounce Spanish names. I'm terrible pronouncing things. Cara... Um, Alejada, yeah. yeah, I'll go with that, uh, Candelada Fernandez, uh, Barbara Georgina, Nacho um, Binglando and Juan um, Incarate, I'll go with that.
1: I'll and start... Nacho is the director too, and yes. he's gone on to do other stuff. Yes, but he also wrote this
0: as well, holler, just the writer mm-hmm. and director of this, this was sort of like a an independent film, yes, yeah.
1: Um, no, and, and it feels very much like Primer, yeah. Yes, like a low budget, but smart. You know.
0: Yes, I was. It, this is. Um. We'll get we'll get to it, but the the, the concept is. uh I'm just going to read this. A man accidentally gets into a time machine and travels back to uh, to a nearly an hour before, finding himself he will be the first of a series of disasters So finding himself will be the first of a disaster, series of disastrous and foreseeable, unforeseeable consequences. Well, I butchered that one. Um, but basically this is a time travel story. First and foremost, I want to say, if you do go and watch this before you, before we go any further, because spoilers as always, we get right into it. Do not watch the trailer for this film. Um, just go watch the film. Cause I, luckily I didn't watch it before I watched the film, but it was on the disc. I, I, I watched it. i got a DVD of this. And I watched the trailer and stuff after because I was curious how they promoted this film. Yeah, they just lay out the plot, like, and I was like, "Wow, that's awful." Um, yeah, for promotion. you kind of have to,
1: right? Like, you know, like how else you got to say like there's time travel? There's oh multiple. no, you
0: you yeah, but you acknowledge the time travel, but like. It literally tells you who the person the mysterious person in the mask is. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And I yeah, was like, okay. Oh no, 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 yeah, no. no. that's bad. That's really bad. Um, we are gonna reveal the bits and pieces in this, so please, um, yeah, spoilers cause there is some there's some great mysteries in this. What are your thoughts? First and foremost, Julian, what are your thoughts on time crimes?
1: Uh I don't like it as much as primer, to be honest. Oh, okay. But uh but I think it's good. Um, you know, I like it. I think, you know, it was built up in my mind so much going into it for years of people saying, you got to see this movie. Um, I like it. I It's similar to sort of plots that I have thought of since I was, you know, a kid, mm. uh, you know, of just sort of intricate time travel plots. I but so I'm a little disappointed that it doesn't compare to those, but that's not fair. Right. It's a deterministic universe. Yep. It, you know, it's smart, right. It's an yeah. hour and a half movie. That's smart. Um, it's a good movie. Uh, I enjoy it. I have quibbles here and there.
0: Okay, I like this more than Primer, um, and I like it because I, I agree. I, I love the this because this film is. I like I like films like this where it's an onion where like we're going to keep going through this and you're going to learn more each time, um, and I think it's it's well structured enough that. I think I wouldn't say a hundred percent, but I think the vast majority of touch points of each timeline or each go around works and all that I was really impressed with. And I really enjoyed, but the thing that stuck with me was actually um, Hector, the the central Mm -hmm. character of this. So you get this idea of Hector, there were some really great conceits of this just so you have Hector, this normal guy who's a bit of a klutz really in the, but how he, in a period, and a creep. well, y- yes, but it's it gets worse. This thing of like it, he degenerates very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and how sort of like crazy things become, but how willing he is to do things. Um, but there were so many bits in this. I, one of the things I loved about this, I thought was really clever. There is Hector One, Hector Two, and Hector Three to sort of go each time he's gone through, and they try to, they've given him a. De- distinguished costume for each one
2: yes yeah
0: and so see the, so there's, there's very little confusion like hector one is wearing a light colored uh jumper hector two spoilers is the guy in the mask with the the overcoat and then hector three with
1: bandages on his face right? yes i mean and
0: then Hector three takes off the jumper. He's got like a, a gray t-shirt underneath a long sleeve t-shirt that gets wet. And so you you can. And you he's know, got a, z-
1: injuries all over his face, including yes. from a car accident. So he's got a gash. He looks almost like a zombie, right? Oh so yeah, it's very different.
0: Yeah, but from a distance, they've even from a distance from a wide angle shot or something like they've given him enough that you can go, oh, that's mm. Hector one, two, or three. And I thought that was very well right. done to try I and agree. keep keep things very clear. Um, I know I love this I really enjoyed it actually um, I found Primer to be overly confusing and a little sort of like you know I was like yeah it's fine I, I one of the things I thought was good I I know you and I sometimes have sort of talked about deterministic universes and I want to go through this because I, I like the idea of going back in time and changing history but I know there's the paradoxes and stuff I like the fact in this and I want to throw this out Hector sort of a- accepts that it's a deterministic mm. universe um, and that first go around uh, and the moment he realizes he's the man in the mask when he crashes yeah. his car and he bandages his face. He's like, Oh, Oh, I've got to do all those things. that I saw the man in the mask do.
1: Um, so that's actually one of my objections. Um, like I, I like, yeah. I mean, so, so the whole thing of like a, a deterministic universe it's going to happen right it has to happen and there are things like not to jump ahead but like okay so i saw a woman you know in this outfit uh dead what did i actually see right that doesn't have to be who i thought um who i would assume there are things like that that one could change in a deterministic universe because it's based on what what you know right Mm -hmm. um change quote unquote except it wasn't change it was always already the other thing right yeah but but the point is you know i can't imagine you know a scenario in which somebody acts impulsively in a way that they don't understand in order to fulfill deterministic things that we know must happen right or else the universe cracks i mean it does seem as if uh, you know, my belief and and the things that I've, I've researched that the universe is a consistency engine mm. that just as you know, uh, I mean, you see that in quantum entanglement, you know, and you see this in every experiment we've done. Um, so somehow, and I don't believe in free will. So somehow um, you would be forced to do or but you'd probably think it was free will. Right. In his case, he just sort of becomes the engine of the plot at that point. And he, up until that point, is resisting. But then he wraps his entire face in the bandages. Um, you know, because he's got a gash on his forehead. And he just kind of, like, keeps... Up until that point, he's sort of resisting. He wants to get away. He wants to resist uh, repeating what he's seen in the in the first time through. Mm. And then he has this car accident. And it, Crystal clear, right, who's hit him, right, uh, immediately the first time it happens.
0: Um, oh, I didn't, I didn't know. Maybe because I wasn't looking for it. I was just like, oh, that's
1: was always oh, going to yeah. happen. Oh, I know every beat of this movie the first time through. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. Uh, I'm like, every every time you hear a scream, it's like, oh, okay, that's going to be explained on the next go around, right? I, I like, got the scream. I got the scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But But, so he wraps himself in the bandages and then he just becomes like the instrument of the plot. Like he's menacing this woman. He's, you know, forcing her into the woods. He's, you know, um, making her take off her clothes. He's doing all of this stuff that is out of character, but he's doing it because he's got to fulfill this other stuff. But he doesn't want to repeat that other Timeline, so why is he doing this? You know what I'm saying? Well, this is the thing, I think. Because the thing is, he
0: he it takes him some time to grab his head around, um, what's happening because he gets he gets into the time machine and he's tricked into the time machine because he's being chased by the the man in the bandages, which is a great look. And I have to say, I had to double check, um. Batman Hush came out five years before this, and mm. also um, there's a there's a an All Star Superman. There's a bandaged Superman sort of look that came out the year before. So I was I was just like, oh well, no, this is just coincidence. I just thought they they'd copied this look because it's so so good. Um, but he gets chased by the thing, and it, it feels like a slasher film at first. Like you know, he sees the the girl yeah. re- removing her top. Um. And then he gets stabbed and he goes on the run and he's been chased by this guy that's sort of looking very much like a slasher. Like this could be an 80s slasher film or whatever, right? And So I knew nothing about this film. I, I didn't I, – it was called Time Crimes. It was Spanish. That's all I knew. Like I was determined to go into this kind of cult. I'd heard about it, but I've, I've been wanting to go in cult. So I was watching this and, and then when he gets into – the moment he steps in and he comes out the time machine, I was like, oh, okay, I get what this is. I'm, I'm sort, of, sort of understanding this but then when he sort of he's given the binoculars by the scientist who says look i'll explain it to you look at your house or look at the the house and he sees himself doing the acts from earlier like you know his wife is outside doing the garden he brings out the table that she he's just bought and, and then he goes to bed you know you, you sees this happening and he's like who's that person in my house and the scientist is like it's you Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that is Hector 1 you know, you, you know whatever like, yeah, you, you are now Hector 2
1: um, and I love that when he's looking at the house you see him bringing out the same table yeah. to assemble that you saw the first time through and so you know because yeah I mean it's just a smart thing to do as an audience you remember that table and now yes. you're seeing the same shot from another angle it's oh, very yeah. well done some of those all those sort
0: of redo shots or in some cases I'm not entirely unconvinced they just didn't shoot them at the same time, but one from a distance, a different angle. I think it's
1: clear that, I think it's clear that they did. Yeah. I think it's it's clear they shot them in the, in the correct way. Right. Rather than just like reshoot to to get something laying in the same way. No, they shot it the first time through, you know, but from two places. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. From two places or they, they had the same shot. Yeah. They redid it. It was, it's really well done. It
0: is. It's very well done. Um, but he still goes on and he, he tries to hide him away. And then he breaks out of this, the, the science lab and, and goes back to his house. And that's when he bumps into, he, he takes the car and it also sort of builds from there. But part of me is sort of like, he, he uses a bit of a creep. Like he's not the brightest, you know, this, this Hector's not the smartest cookie. He's a regular guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I feel like he breaks a little bit in this film. Like that's the point. Like he's, he's a bit
1: broken by these events um i agree and so i mean uh, there's also we need to also point out that the time machine is untested and so the scientist says uh you know there's only there are four characters in this book right there are two male and two female the scientist who's the other male character says you're the first vertebrate to go through this we need to test you right and so remember in primer there are physical symptoms of having gone through it right yeah um and it may be affecting them mentally as well uh and i think that's a possibility here too right like even his physical deterioration at the end that's not all from falling down multiple times you know like (laughs) that he looks bad um and i did think like is he mentally deteriorating? Oh, I felt
0: you know? like, yeah, the more, so it felt like this was a, like a spiral down. Like the more mm-hmm. he went into this, the more he went through, like the darker he became, the more, um, like yeah, unhinged almost he was, uh, we'll get to that final shot as well. Cause I've got, I've got a question about that final, what, what happens at the, at the very end. But, um, it's almost like once he has that car crash and he puts the bandages on his head and he sees himself in the, in the rear view mirror, like something happens. Yeah. Like there's, there's, there's like a snap there. And then, cause then he starts then he starts to fulfill those things. He's like, Oh, I've got these bandages on. And he starts to think, and he sees the coat on the floor, doesn't he? He sees it sort of in the rubbish. And it's not until the, till Hector three that he says, because he, th- uh, they talk about a walkie-talkie. He said, well, you've met Hector 3. He's Hector 2, so at the end he says, well, you've met Hector 3 and he had this walkie-talkie. So he throws it away. He said, oh, I've broken the cycle then. He thinks he's broken it, but obviously like, later on he comes across another one that's in the back of the van, uh, which he tunes in. But even then, before that, like Hector 2 picks up that coat. Like, he doesn't try to break right. like You said, the determination. He goes with it and he's like, right this is what's going to happen. But like he, he intends at that point, this is how I interpreted it. All he intended to do was get the Hector to basically go through, go away. And he could go home. That was what he was intending to do. Yeah. and It, it escalates from there. So he doesn't know what's happening. Like, he doesn't see it. It's not, you know, he's chasing him to the, because there can't be two Hectors in this time scale or time frame. Well, there can't, there are. But, well, there are, like but like, but he can't go home if the other one is there.
1: Yeah, and that's not so. That's not a cosmic thing. It's not like the universe. No, will no, 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 but, but he's going. Right, right, right.
0: He can't stop if he was to stop Hector. He
1: didn't. He did it the first time through. Right. <laughs> like so, Hector one doesn't remember that. So yeah, it's not going to so, happen. No, but my point being, if Hector two, you know, stopped Hector
0: one from getting into the time machine, forget your deterministic mm-hmm. thing for a moment. If he tried to do that. Yes, he would have probably ended up in um, the time machine anyway, because th- this film says it's a deterministic universe,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? But all Hector is all Hector too is interested in is like, right. If I can just get him to do that, I can go home because he's he'll go back. Become me. We go through this, and then I can go home. So I've got to I've got to fulfill this moment so that I can go home to my wife, get my head seen to, life carries on. That's all he's intended I, yeah, to do. He's a bit thick. I don't in disagree that. with
1: you. I no. don't disagree with you. I just think that that moment is unmotivated and it's not clear to me. I, I understand so, what you're saying. I mean, yes. So I think I think you're right. I think that but my problem is that he seems like such a headstrong, stupid character. Yes. You know, for him to say, oh, okay, obviously now I accept we're in a deterministic universe, right? And I'm going to keep these bandages on my head, put on this jacket and then menace this woman (laughs) to make sure that she, I mean, and then stab myself with scissors. This is too far for me. Um, This is where I don't think most of us would say, yeah, I'm going to menace this person and I'm going to stab myself with scissors. And I think in a, don't get me wrong; it's a smart movie. I, I like mm. this movie, but I, I and I believe in the deterministic universe. But in a smart depiction of a deterministic universe, this stuff will still happen. It's just like not going to happen in this order. Like for example, it seems weird that he would spend most of Hector two being a bad guy and playing out things that are totally out of his character. Uh, And being a kind of mastermind Of having this stuff And then have Hector 3 say Come to think of it, I'm going to try to Dissolve the universe and change stuff Right? That seems backward to me So
0: what you you Would actually want then is um, Because much like this film Does, it keeps showing you Events from a different angle So you see an event and then you see it again And go, oh, there was something more to it That we hadn't seen before so what we should be seeing really is all the events of Hector 2 were a complete accident. They should be. There right. should, should be a bumbling idiot making accidents. Like, so, you know, he could lose his jumper, so he's cold, so he ends up grabbing the coat because he's, you know, because he's cold, whatever. Um, the woman being naked could be a complete, like you say, he could, you know, he shouldn't be menacing her. That should be something unrelated. Um yeah, you're saying that all those things should be an accident kind of thing,
1: right? Or those are, or those are things that happen later on. Those are like, you know, well, she she wasn't naked. Why, you know, like why? What's happening? Well, actually, because Hector three is there, and Hector three is like, no, I've accepted it's a deterministic yeah. universe. You know, I mean, something like that you could do. I just that that shift when he wraps himself in the bandages and keeps going, and it's just like, oh, okay. Now I'm going to be the instrument of the plot. Bothers me. Okay. I can
0: see why. I understand what you're saying. Um, It works for me to an extent.
1: because I'm not saying it's crap. No,
0: no. It it works in a sense of confusion of like, all right. Because he keeps seeing things. And I think it's almost like he feels like the the universe is guiding him in a way. Because he sees the coat and he's like, that's the coat. Because he sees it at the same time he sees the woman. The things that bother me, though, are, like you say, he menaces the woman. And he actually says to her, look, if you do this, I'm going to let you go. Just take your top off. You know, I'm from a distance. They're going to ogle your boobs. And then I'm going to let you go. There's nothing more. But she's obviously turned up, already been naked. And so I'm like, okay, well, what's happened there? Uh, because she actually says, like, you know, do you should I take my panties? She gets annoyed with does she? Should I take off my panties or whatever? And just, and she sort of ends up banging her head. It's more the fact, like you say, he then strips her down because mm-hmm. that's what he's already seen. And that's where I'm a bit that's that's what made me uncomfortable. But I'm like, okay, that makes no sense. That's almost been put in the that's almost like he's been put into the film for titillation rather than for any plot purpose. Like there's no need for her to be naked when he turns up, other than to go Hector stripped her down, which is tantamount to sexual assault really. And I was just like,
2: yeah,
0: this feels really but this part feels bizarre. So that bit well, didn't I, I, well I, with me.
1: Look, I mean I I I'm the one who wanted to watch this and I love European cinema. I love, yeah. you know, I'm not offended by, you know, full penetration in uh you know some French movies and stuff. But I did have some of the same sense even the first time through where I'm like, okay, why is this woman doing this? This seems like Le Genu de Claire or, you know, one of these French movies um, that, you know, I could see a movie about that, but I know this isn't going to be that movie. Mm. This is very strange. And so the assault that you're describing is also, I I, I mean, it's just a little uncomfortable when you could really have anything that you know, it doesn't have to be a woman undressing, and it is just uncomfortable that it's a woman undressing instead of an object or anything else that repeats or seems strange. Like, why would that be in the woods? That's all you need. It yeah. doesn't have to be titillation, and so it is very strange. And then you realize, well, right, it is, so there are but two the, characters. Yeah.
0: Well, the, the woman, take...
1: one of them gets naked. Yeah. Has like three lines. you know? Yeah. <laughs> There to get naked. I mean,
0: but her taking a top off, the tit- the titillation part could be fine. Like if he was ugly them because he, he he spies a couple hooking up in the woods, which is very sort of like eighties slasher film. Then I, I'd I'd almost be fine with it because in the sense of it's it's a consensual couple, and he's just sort of like you know spying on their whatever they're doing. And then, you know, so that would make more sense to me. But the fact is, like you say, it's unclear what she's doing, and then he sees something else, and he goes to investigate and all that. Um, and then he finds her naked. That, that you know, he finds her naked. You, know, you don't actually see anything, granted. It, doesn't, it, it It suggests it very strongly. But when you go in the second time round, when you're with Hector 2, and he's there going, well, she was naked when I found her, so I better start stripping her down. It, it has connotations of like serial killer Mm -hmm. if I'm honest where I was a bit like yeah this doesn't feel like he's he's um organizing the scene of the crime to be exactly as it was when he found that when Hector One finds it and so I was I was a bit like this feels weirdly uncomfortable and weirdly sort of like you know that bit that whole bit I must admit that bit in the woods doesn't make doesn't feel right in in the grand scheme of things
1: well, and to me, these are all part and parcel of this sort of transformation that he makes uh, into the guy, the man with the bandages on his face. Yes. Um, you know, and, and even that it's like, well, why are the bandages uniformly pink? That's not the way blood works. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's weird to me. The fact that he just becomes an instrument of the plot and then reverses himself magically when we're at the next stage. Um well, no,
0: he doesn't know. You say he reverses yeah. himself, like he, or he he changes his motivations change, but his motivations change for a
1: reason. Well, well, let, let's let's get there. But but first, I just want to say, like, as part of his transformation into the guy in the bandages, where blood doesn't work that way, and yeah. it suddenly becomes he's like, well, you know, I hit a tree and. There's band, I guess I'm the guy in the bandages. I've got to fulfill the plot, right? Um, he, you you know, yes, he menaces a woman, he goes, he strips her, you know, but he also sneaks up. I mean, could you sneak up behind yourself and stab yourself? Um, I don't know. It feels a little too far to me. I mean, yeah, this
0: is where, as you said about it, wanting to be clumsy. What I was sort of at that point. I almost wanted it to be like he was going to grab him and try and explain something or like, he was like, no, fine. I've got to talk to myself. And he trips over a log or a branch and accidentally stabs himself again. Like that's the kind of thing I was expecting where, Oh, it's a misunderstanding. Like he wasn't attacked. It was an accident. And he's interpreted it as attack. And then he's like, Oh Christ. Now I've got to chase myself. Now I've got to chase myself down to talk to myself. But he interprets again as being pursued.
1: Yeah, or you just go back and, and have it be a, a scuffle, mm. you know, in which, in the confusion, you get stabbed with the scissors that the guy's got, right? I mean, yeah. okay, this is really easy, and it feels like an attack, but, you know, I mean, I will say, I do like seeing Hector 1 run away from Hector two's point of view, where you're like, oh, I wonder how, you know, I wonder how I would look from my own point of view, <laughs> uh, and also how other people would look from theirs. Um, you know, like, I think I was found myself thinking about like, um, you know, people thinking, Oh my God, I'm so, I'm so young and beautiful compared to what I think of myself, or I'm so attractive and confident compared to what I think of myself, you know? Oh no, no.
0: Watching me run, watching myself run away. I'd be like, Oh man, (laughs) like I need to get to the gym. (laughs) Even I can catch myself at this point. Um, yeah, I don't know. It is interesting. I do like that. And there's a couple of other scenes like that that I kind of enjoy, that it, it does things like that. Um,
1: but but you, you said that he doesn't really reverse himself. I mean, it seems that he you realize that he is in league with the uh, scientist. Hector 3! Right? Hector, Hector, Hector 3 is in league with the scientist. But, but Hector 2 calls and says, you know, calls the scientist and that he's been on the walkie-talkie as the scientist is talking to Hector one and Hector two, the guy in the bandages wasn't actually doing any of the things that you were told he was on the walkie talkie. He's just been in league with the scientist and the scientist is like, you yeah, know, just get up here. Right. Like, you know, we all know how this is going to play out. Um, so but again, you know, I, I thought think that was interesting, yeah. but then he suddenly shifts. And, and...
0: Well, no, the crux, the way I see it, the crux of this film is, um, Hector's wife.
1: Yes. That's right. Uh,
0: And so when he is, you know, like Hector One is, he's basically gone to sort of find out what's going to happen with this naked woman he's seen in the woods. Um, And so he's then being pursued by the man in the bandages, right? So that's all one big pursuit film. He talks, he gets to the laboratory, talks to the walkie-talkie. The scientist says, I'm up at the silo, come join me. It's the other direction. He lights up the path. It's all very straightforward, right? It's it's, right. A, it's a it's a chase film. It's a horror chase film. Okay, it mm-hmm. could be Jason, could be Michael Myers, right? It's mm-hmm. it's that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But in the second one, when he's Hector Two and he's gone back in time, and again he does all this. And I, I agree to an extent with what you're saying about the attack and that sort of thing. But his point is, I've got to the way I the way I saw it is like right. Everything I'm doing now is to ensure to ensure. That, that Hector does go through the time machine, so he buggers off, so I can go home. Mm-hmm. I want to go home to my wife without having to worry about this anymore, and I'm going to do that by threatening the scientist by telling him, like, if you don't sort this out, I'm going to tell people you you weren't supposed to be here this weekend, and you've started the you activated the time machine, so on and so forth. Because then he goes back, does go back to the house, like he kicks down the fence. But
1: the well, problem, so, so you know, he is finds that the woman has revived yes. and disappeared. Yes. And so ostensibly he's following her, but yes. he kicks down the fence to his own house, which she presumably hasn't climbed because even, you know, because why does he have to kick it down? Well, she, may, she looks like she knows. Well,
0: no, you know why, because she's going through the front with Hector 3. And he's he so he although he's well, pursuing. I'm, but him. I'm
1: saying from Hector 2's point of view, yeah. why does he kick down the fence to his own house?
0: Because yeah. follow
1: the woman into the house.
0: Yeah, I mean it's, it's pretty it's,
1: clear she hasn't gone in there.
0: No, I think again, I think at this point, and I know I know how it's I know how it's presented, and I know what I think they're trying to present, and that's that's a part of the problem of Hector 2. They're trying to maintain him as being this menacing figure because that's how everybody else perceives him. Um But I think there's almost like a frustration of like I've got this bully fence. She's clearly in there. Fuck it, it's my fence. I'm going to kick Mm. it down. Right? Mm -hmm. It's like it's that. That's how I perceive it. Like he's just like fine. I've got to get in the house
1: because then he does. He still thinks he's. I I kind of agree with you, but there is that sort of like yeah. It's just one more thing about Hacker 2's thinking that I find dubious. I, I I understand what you're saying, but he's leaning into that because he's pursuing her.
0: Because he now knows that like he did attack her and he's in trouble because she goes to the police, mm. like he attacked her, but she hasn't seen his face yet because of the bandages. But he's still trying to explain it, going like, well, this is what's happened. Um, and that's when you get like the whole um what I would consider to be the final girl situation in mm. in the house, which she's obviously renovating and stuff. And I kinda like the fact it's his renovated house, because it gives this um gives excuses for things being hidden. So, like, when he goes upstairs and he gets hit by the table that you've seen previously that he bought that morning, like, I'm not sure if it's his wife or this girl that's thrown it at him that makes him fall down the stairs. All those kinds of situations, but the the result is the end result is a woman falls off from the attic and breaks her neck, and he sees that she has short hair and she's wearing. His wife's dress. His wife's coat. No, it's a coat. It's like an overcoat or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he assumes it's his wife that's died.
1: He's killed his own wife, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. In in some confusion, he's killed his own wife by accident, or uh, yeah, by accident. And so that's where the motivation changes. Because up until this point, he's like, I just want to go home. And now he's like, now I've got to go back and I've got to change time because I've got to save my wife. And that's where the motivation changes from Hector two to Hector
1: three. I agree with you. I agree with you completely. Um, And I like the revelation that I've killed my wife, right? Yes. Um, You know, and you're right that then the motivation changes and he's trying to then change time Mm. so that he doesn't kill his wife. Um, But, you know, I still have my problems with Hector 2 and they continue in the sequence that you've described. So one problem I have is that I don't think that it's adequately shown that the house is under renovation until this sequence. So like, this is oh, okay. an important thing. Like they're in this cavernous, like, you know, poor <laughs> yes. movie setup, And I'm like, this is not what I imagined the inside of this house to look like all this whole time. Right. I like, agree with, with you. That. It become yeah. this, you know, thing. second, like the second thing is, you know, uh, I'm okay with you just sort of assume the, the wife's not there anymore. Right um you know and then but there's something about this kind of like relentless pursuit of her that you know in this weird setting that again when i don't buy the motivation all along for hector too um i you know and i'm bothered by the setting i'm bothered by the lack of motivation you know and of course it's really obvious to me you know, there's a Hector 3 who hit him in the car. Mm. You know, there's a Hector 3 who caused the girl to scream. You know, and there's a there's something going on in this house, right? So probably Hector 3 is in here. I don't know who else is in this house. I just feel a little manipulated by it. Although I like the revelation that he's killed this one, right? That's yeah. sort of like old boy... It's not as good as old boy but it's a kind of no, like no, no, a, no. oh my god kind of moment.
0: Yeah. Right? See I it's, what's weird is I kind of like being manipulated in these ways in these films. <laughs> like I, I, I it's it's cuz it's the unraveling of a mystery. Like it feels like mm-hmm. the same thing as sort of like almost like an Agatha Christie kind of thing or Poirot, you know, those sort of like Poirot or, or Miss Marple, those old school mysteries where like you're led down a bit of a path and so the information's always been there. But the, you're led down a bit of a path, and all of a sudden they go ah, but it goes this way or this suspect or whatever. So I, I, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying the ride in that respect. Like I'm, I'm on board with this. I, I, I agree to an extent with what you're saying about Hector Two's motivations, or at least his actions, um, in some parts. Um, but I understand. And I could understand sort of the difficulty of this. They want to show him as both sort of, almost they want to show him as both sympathetic and horrific in the same breath. And unfortunately it comes across a little mudded and a little confused um, when he's pursuing them around the house. I I did think about the the, the house being renovated because they do show several parts. The the windows are all covered in sort of several bits. I didn't realise it was as, as, you know, as... um, as much extensive. as they said, but they do yeah. talk about the workers. And when he goes up to the room to have a sleep, like the walls are all basically plasterboard and the floors uncovered. So I was like, oh, okay, there's, there's work being done here. Um, so I was relatively fine with that. What I, I, um, I do agree that what, the one thing I do find the way, the way it's shot though, is that they are looking to sort of like, they're looking to um, present a horror That whole section, as I said, I called it a final girl moment because that's exactly what it is. It's trying to be presented as, you know, this could be Sidney Prescott. This could be, uh, you know, know, Nev Campbell, Jamie Lee Curtis. This is someone being pursued by the killer kind of thing. That's how they want to present it. Um, But you're you're to know now that this is Hector and it's sort of been a misunderstanding. Um, But it's one of those ones where you say a simple stop And go right. I'm not going to pursue you anymore. I'm just going to shout out. Stop. (laughs) I'm not trying to hurt you. I want to make sure you're all right. There's been a massive confusion. I've been part of this. Do you know what I mean? One of those situations, Mm -hmm. you know, where you go a convers—literally a standard conversation would probably solve eighty percent of what's going on. Um, and so I find there are
1: there are other situations like that uh, too, right? I mean, I I think between him and the girl in the woods, even if he's trying to reenact, you know, those scenes, um, you know, he does have that line where he's like, I'm not going to hurt you. Um, Yes. But, you know, he can totally know that she's not going to believe him about I've traveled back in time, Mm. but she could, he could say, like, um, I need this guy to see you naked I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not, you know, like, um, this guy is my focus, not you. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, there was yeah. more to communicate and you're right. Yell out. Right. I mean, there are lots of situations like that. Yeah. Where-
0: yeah. Simply say to her, "Look, I'm really sorry. I needed this. This guy needs to be distracted and needs to sort of be enticed in some way. Cause I need to get to that house because, and then lie to her. He has mm-hmm. stolen yeah. from me. He has someone in right. that house. That I need to get to whatever. Um, but then again, you could show he tries that and it goes wrong, and still get the events of mm-hmm. what happened from the first time round to the second time round, right? Um, but I do like that you are you are shown what you think is his wife dies on the second go round. Um,
1: yes, I agree.
0: Um, and so it is quite shocking. You're like, oh well, this has all gone pear shaped. Uh, it's all gone wrong. And, and so then he, he sees
1: her car, and it's not clear that he thought the wife was absent. Right, or yes. why he would have. So that that is a problem in just what the movie shows you. Well again. And it's, how it it's, communicates. It's,
0: yeah, well no, when he leaves... so this is the this is a bit of a problem in I'd say time frames because at the start of the film he loses it... sorry, she loses a bet. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: A, about getting the, the, the she's built the table outside and he's gone right. well, you're not gonna get that inside in the in the in the bedroom now because it's too bloody big. Um and she's like, no, 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 and she loses because it won't go in, which is why it's on the landing later on when he throws it downstairs. Mm. So mm-hmm. she's been sent to the shops to get dinner.
2: And she right. says, All oh, right, You're I'll
0: right. be yeah, and she says she and she he says, or she says, Oh, well, I've got a shopping list anyway, I'll be back later. So that's why she's absent for the, that go around, but he doesn't know when she's back. Right. So yeah, so when he sees she's back and she sees the car, he's like, Oh Christ, she is back, but we don't know
1: when she got back.
0: We, yes, exactly. We don't see the yeah. time frame, the time scales. So it is a bit of a problem because it, because it goes from being daylight to nighttime very quickly in the film. Yeah, um, you're right. It does show a bit of a problem, but they try to give you the information that says, oh, she's gone away and now she's back. So I think he was hoping she wouldn't be around when all this event was happening.
1: Yeah, you're right. I forgot about how she had left it to, to do that. And you know, that's, and I like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and I like the revelation of the car. I think that as soon as that happens, I'm like, I like this. I still don't buy your Hector 2's motivation of just becoming the agent of the plot. But one thing is in- instantly I'm like, okay, I like this. I really like that they did this. But now I'm even more concerned about kicking down your own fence. Um, <laughs> you know, instantly I think like, oh, okay. I start thinking about I like what you've done but I also see the conveniences that you did to get to this point, right? And yes. Like you said, not yelling out, right? You know.
0: I'd agree that there's some contrivances to to sort of like to get you from Hector 1 to Hector 3. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I actually, but that middle section, I actually kind of really enjoy. Like there's some incredibly creepy moments and some really well, there's some other moments of like when he is in the moment of being crazy. Like there's a moment when um, Hector 1, um when he he is being pursued through the woods looks through his binoculars and the masked man the bandaged man looks round with fake binoculars um yeah. and it really creeps him out and then when you see hector 2 doing it like he does it like four or five times cuz he's like well mm-hmm. i don't know when it happened i can't just do it so was yeah. it here was it there and he eventually gets it right um but, but he's done it like four times before that I actually really like that. That was really thought of. Oh, that's quite funny. That's quite clever that like, he, it's not just coincidence. Like he knows this is going to happen, mm. but he's not, he's Oh, I've reached this bit. This clearly is where it happens, but was I there? Was I by the tree? Was I here? Right. I'll do it. Okay. I'll just do all of them. Um, one of them's going to work and it does on the fifth attempt. So I thought that was kind
1: of good. Um, but yeah, I agree it. with you. I think that's a, it's kind of fun to watch. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and he does the jump up, doesn't he, as well? There's a moment when sort of Hector One is getting in. He's, he's obviously, you know, Hector Two has spoken to the scientist. And you, in the first go round, you've seen the masked man appear at the window at the silo. And it's shown to be, it's presented as like, say, that the horror figure is outside trying to get in. He's clawing at the window kind of thing. But then when you see it from Hector Two's point of view, it's literally him just jumping up. And then he jumps down and puts his hands in his pockets and just walks around. He's like, "Well, I had to do that bit, and then I'll just mm-hmm. sit and, and I'll, now I'll just sit and wait for uh, yeah, yeah,
1: um, for that to happen." So I do like, I do like that too, right? Yeah, him standing there by the side, just like you know, bored, with it.
0: yeah, waiting for the, for it all to happen. Um, and then you get the transition where he goes in again to become hector three and he mm-hmm. threatens and there's a whole thing with the battery and, and the, the walkie-talkie um what are your thoughts about that because that's actually i felt that was a little awkward as well that transition I feel from that, two to three yeah
1: i feel that's awkward too i mean and and the other thing is i don't understand why um why the scientist is so resistant i mean and he's sneaky he takes that battery and throws it out and you don't even know at that point what he's holding mm. um but he's already seen Hector 3 arrive. Pre- you, yes. know, he, you know, so he knows this is going to happen. He also knows it's a deterministic universe. Maybe he is doubting that, but I mean, it, it doesn't make sense, right? Like, this day started for him
2: yes. of opening We've... up,
1: and there's Hector 3, right? Yeah. And then, and Hector 3's like, you know, do what I say, you know, open it again, because I'm about to arrive again. I'm going to hide, you know. Um, and so yeah i mean i don't understand why he would think that he could stop this with the battery
0: but it's the but yeah it's almost we know it's deterministic and it's almost like the the thing with the scientist is it's it's not his project right and i think it highlights it quite quite soon and repeatedly actually he says like look they're all coming next week in some big ceremony to turn this thing on to do a big final experiment I'm not supposed to be here. I wasn't supposed to do all this stuff, but then you sort of turned up. So I had to prep the machine because you, it clearly had already happened. Um, and so I do agree that all that stuff where he's sort of like, all that stuff makes sense to me. And he's like, okay, well I had to do, I had to prep the machine because you'd already been here. So I clearly do do this stuff for it to happen, which then makes me wonder, like, you know, it's that self-fulfilling prophecy, isn't it? Like, cause it's, I don't know, you know how do these things happen, but we'll get to that as we go in overview. but um yeah, that this is where because he knew to fulfill to you know, turn on the machine, fill it full of the white liquid, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. throwing the battery away, like you say, feels desperate and strange because he's yeah. already he's already done deterministic actions to reach this point, right. so yeah, it felt a little odd. And that's what I mean. Like the Hector Two to Hector Three transition does feel a little bit clunky because then they go outside and they've got this big conversation about walkie-talkies and you know, he says that you know, um you you shouldn't go back and all this other stuff. And he says, Well, who told you to try and stop me? He says, Well, Hector Three, like so all right, well, you've you've already seen that there's a third one out there, so mm-hmm. you know it's the scientist doesn't follow his own rules throughout the film, which yeah. is a little incon- Yeah, which is a little frustrating. Um, but yeah, does, I agree. But he, he does agree. So, what what are your thoughts then about the the Hector Three go around?
1: Well, I mean, the Hector Three go around. You know, the the parts that I find sort of uh, disappointing are the road parts, right? Like crashing. I'm not sure how that crash works. I feel a little. um you know, just in terms of, like, the speed he's going at, where he's hiding along the road, you know, it's a very small road, yet he seems to be, you know... And he also goes off the road then again, you know, he yeah. crashes, and then his car goes off the road. I mean, you know, I mean, I, these are quibbles. I mean, I, I, obviously I, I like the film, but um, yeah, these are quibbles. I think the point of factor 3, though, is to save the wife. Yes. Um, and... In the process, he knows he has to straight up murder this woman who he has already met us in the woods, right? Because somebody's got to, um you know, so he pretends to have, be that body. So he pretends to be help- helping her. He gives her his wife's Coat. Uh, outfit, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, sets her up to be this person while keeping his wife secret. And I think all that works well for me.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think. There's a sort of a section because it goes back to the house, you see the car crash uh, or the the van crash. And I'm, I'm fine with that because it seems like a tw- you know they've tried they've tried to show it. I don't know how much room they had to film, but it shows that they've tried yeah. to show it's a bit twisty and stuff. Fine, so I'm fine with the sort of the car crash and the van crash because then he comes across another walkie-talkie and it's like oh this is the walkie-talkie that obviously I used and all that other stuff. And he's obviously, I like the fact that the, the practical makeup effects this are pretty good, actually, and really solid. I like the, the damage. He gets more and more damage as he goes along. Um, And then he comes across the girl, and they're hidden in some ravine in the forest, and he keeps saying to her, like, no, look, you're safe here. He's not coming down here. Because he knows, because he didn't go down there the first that, that go around. And mm-hmm. he pass, he passes out, and then they end up back at the house. And so it is that sort of thing of like, what I find interesting about this is from the girl's perspective, um, she sees, like, she's never met Hector 1,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, but she sees Hector 2, obviously, because of the bandaged face, and Hector 3 is different people. Like, she's only ever been pursued by this masked, mm-hmm. bandaged, masked figure. Um. Mm-hmm. So what, so ironically, by being Hector three, he's also given himself the perfect alibi. <laughs> Cause she would never, she'd end up going like, right. she, she'd be like, I was pursued by this person. And they'd be like, Oh, the DNA shows this guy. And she, they'd be like, well, it wasn't that guy. Cause you know, I was, I saw them together. Um, she sees them at mm. the same time.
1: Right, 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 right. Right. I see what you're saying. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: so which I think if is quite she were to survive, if right? she
0: were to have survived, so there's all that where like he's got an alibi, but I like this, but yeah, where he in, in the inner house he throws the uh the table downstairs, which now you realize it's him throwing it at himself, right? And then like he gets her to safety by getting get her into the room, and then he cuts her hair because she's got quite long blonde, brown hair, cuts her hair and gives her this coat, and she's a bit like, What, what, the, what are you doing? and he's like. He won't be looking for someone with short hair, you know he sort of says to her, it's a lots of disguise like you this is how you get away and convinces her and then says there's an attic, you'll be able to get out that way on his face, he knows he's sending her to her death
2: that's
0: right, and I like the fact that although we've sort of we've questioned his Um, actions in the first one he's never meant to hurt this girl but now he's Mm -hmm. having to send her to his death like he's kind of reluctant but he knows it's either her or his wife and he knows this happens and so I like I think the guy plays it um, the guy who plays Hector plays it quite well when he's like okay go now like he just he takes a breath and then just tells her knowing what's going to happen Um, so I like all that I think it works really well for me Um, and then you hear it in the background you don't see anything you just sort of like you hear it um but it, it's this is the end this is where he sort of like you know he he sort of bumps into his wife again she's come back into the house and he's like it's all going to play out now like nothing else is going to happen at this house hector 2 is going to ch- steal the car and drive back to the silo you know so on and so forth um and then they sort of sit in the deck chairs and in the, in the garden and it's sort of you know, this is the end, this is the sort of thing. So, and she she then hears she hears the scream, doesn't she? She goes to run, and he grabs mm-hmm. her arm, and then they just sit there. Does he die? Or do you think he dies at that point? No, no,
2: no.
1: Why? Why did you? Why did you? I don't know.
0: Decision? It was in in my head. I was a bit like they just sitting in there, and I was like, okay, so he's either gonna have to go to the hospital with these horrific injuries, and they've got this really bizarre story to tell. And I'm then going, like, okay, you've got to fill in all these weird gaps in your story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, He could then connect himself between being Hector 1 and Hector 3, and Hector 2 becomes this mystery individual. Mm-hmm. Or do his injuries get the better of him? And we're just actually watching him, like, he's reached the bottom of his spiral and... You know, has he has he won and yeah, got i wonder. i wondered he...
1: if he's going to die like i i yeah. do wonder if he but i don't know that he i never thought that he like he dies at that moment right no okay um, i mean i do i do have a, a question which is how does the how does the girl from the woods get into the house like again i'm irritated by this kicking down your own fence thing and so in hector 3 when he finds her already in the house we're supposed to think, oh, she ran down to the house and he followed her by kicking down the fence. Mm. Was he ahead of her? I mean, you know, I understand why she would want to go to a nearby house. She was met us by a guy in the woods who attacked her and had a knife. But how did she get in that house? Unless he had already kicked the fence down, but we don't ever follow her because she's not important. Yes, no, we do. No, we don't. We don't in two. we? We do in three. Yeah, yeah so
0: okay. what what happens is um you know so hector 3 after the, after the van crash passes passes out in uh the woods um but she she then on the road bumps into hector 3 again and she helps him like she he's like uh, we've got to get you know let's get away we've got to get to somewhere and so she sort of like helps him walk out of the woods um, and we see them walking up the path, and she says, There's the house. And he says to her, We can't go to that house. I don't want us to go to oh, that house. Right, right, right.
2: Yeah.
0: And they climb over the wall, and it's the front of the house. And what you find out, what you see is because all the windows um aren't fully renovated, the mm-hmm. security is clearly crap. They climb in through a front window. How does he not know that it's his house? He does know. He just doesn't want them to go in there because he knows his wife's going to be back, and he doesn't want them to include her. He's going, no, we're not going to that house.
2: Yeah,
0: Um, because he's going. He knows what's happened in two in the second go around, and so he's going. Well, if we don't go to that house, that's not going to happen. And that's who's going. We can't go there. Let's not go there. Let's move to another house. And she says no. And then you've seen her. You sort of like it. Sort of suggests her getting in through. Mm. a window because then he follows her in through the oh, okay. window.
1: Yeah, I don't I it's
0: not well it's not well shown it's dark and it's kind of badly set against what else is going on. Um but yeah that's how they get in through the house so they are then in the house okay. and she run, she okay. runs she runs upstairs um and then he follows her in and that's when you see them in the two rooms and they look at each other across the landing.
1: Right right right. Yeah, yeah. and then you get this you know the table thing and yeah, I mean, I think for me, you know, and we'll talk about this. There, there are parts of this that start to fall apart just because of the small scale.
2: Yes, but, you I agree. Know,
1: um, okay, so let's get to those those chairs. How do you feel about that as an ending? Uh,
0: it's a bit disappointing. I don't know. It's a bit of an anti-climax I like the fact that he's sort of made it home mm-hmm. that all works for me so he's done the thing he wanted to do but it, it i don't know it feels sort of um it's sort of bringing it back around to the beginning of the film where they just sat relaxing isn't it it's going mm-hmm. to sort of mimic that look and that's all fine bring it full circle and all those kinds of things but like that, you know, the film's all about circles and going round and round and all sorts of. It's fine on that scale, but like, I don't know. It just, it just feels. We've always said, we've said this about a lot of other films. You know, we said this. You know, where you go. All right, what happens twenty minutes later?
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, that's where exactly. that's
0: that's where I'm at. Like, hang on. When does the ambulance appear? When do the police turn up? How the hell they're going to explain a woman in his wife's coat with a broken neck? you Know in their side garden, how are they going to explain that his car is at the um the silo mm-hmm. and broke into the, the right. laboratory? Like, there's all this yeah. stuff from like I, I know
1: I all of it. his injuries, you know, yeah. I mean, there's a lot yeah. to explain here, yeah,
0: yeah. They're gonna go right, there's two cars crashed on the road between your house and um this laboratory, a small sort of mm-hmm. car and an old van. Your car's at this laboratory. What the hell went on? Who's this mm-hmm. masked person that was going on? Like the scientist is then going to have to explain all this to his employers. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it feels like a bit. This is where I'm like, I, they, don't, they they obviously don't want to get
1: to all that because it's a real mess. Right, but like, yeah. No, I yeah. agree with you, and, and and it wants to have the fun of all of this story of the you know, the three iterations without then having the follow up, or I would say on the front end explaining why the hell this facility is there, you know, next to yeah. this residential house by the woods, um, which <laughs> that's doesn't a really, That's
0: me. a really good point, actually. Yeah. So sort of the, yeah, this is there's this is this high. Part of- yeah, there's this is really secret laboratory less than ten minutes from your house, and
1: no. Yeah, you you know where we want to set up that top secret uh, time travel <laughs> research institute. It's it's in that uh, resort community uh, a- along the woods. Um, yeah, I mean, with very few other houses around, right? I mean, so yeah, there's a lot that sort of bothers me about the scale and the setting of this. Yes. Um, The other thing, you're right about all of that. It's like, what comes next? The other thing that bothers me about the ending is, if we're supposed to feel good that he's saved his wife, albeit at the cost of a stranger's life, I like that dynamic. But I don't know who he is as a person. I Mm -hmm. don't know. There's no... And far be it for me to complain about characters, because I'm always the sort of one who's who's less concerned with characters. But he starts off. I I think what's part of the problem for me is this girl in the woods, mm. uh, because the first thing we know is that he and his wife have an okay relationship. It's not great. There's you know they're presented as squabbling. Maybe that's normal in a marriage. Whatever. Yeah. You know. But. It's not exactly presented as like, you know, lovey-dovey, right? And he can't wait to see some tits in the woods, right? <laughs> like like he yeah. wants to look. And then he goes out to this naked girl. And I'm thinking like about how animals can't resist, you know, copulating with a with another of their species. And, you know, like I'm thinking about this kind of thing. He's clearly going out there. You know, because he's interested in having sex with this girl. Whether mm. he probably thinks it's not going to happen, but he's interested, and you know, there's titillation there. He's menaced, then he menaces her. He winds up getting her killed. There is no sense in which this is a happy story about a guy who saves his wife and put his wife first. No, right? so I don't know how to understand this ending.
0: I, I agree. What I'm looking for in this film, and it was something I thought about a great deal. After I watched this, was is this the decline of a regular guy? I took him as a regular guy. Like I think the marriage Mm -hmm. is actually, it's it's yeah the squabbles, but they're playful. Like when she Mm -hmm. loses the bet, like he's not he's not trying to belittle her or. You know, be, be better than her He's not going, oh, that's never going to fit He's like, I tell you, like it's it's almost playful It's like, you shouldn't have made mm-hmm. it outside So when she loses, she's quite gracious She's like, alright, you win, I'll go get dinner So it's all very um, Playful So I almost want this to become like This should be like Tom Hanks Turning, you know, going, getting darker Like he should be a regular guy Someone that's a little bit, mm-hmm. you know Not so buffoonish, but like you know, this is a regular middle-aged guy. That, if anything, he should he should be showing concern for the the girl in the woods. Mm. You know, because one of the things they highlight in the film is he says about the, the the scientists, "We have you got a mobile, so we don't get coverage here." So again, you could cover that off. Like you can't really call for the police because they have got the you know the, there are things we haven't got the landline set in yet, so I can't call for the police. I've got I've got to go and I need to go check on her. Mm-hmm. he sees that she's gone missing or he sees like her slumped in the woods or something it should all be everything should be him looking to take care of her in the best way possible so even when he's hector 2 should be like say it should all be should be accidental you know misunderstandings where he's like look i don't tell, I don't want to hurt you but look i've got to distract this guy can you look just take off your top i'm not looking just take off your top you can put it straight back on after mm-hmm. right and then when she does that then she attacks him And he bangs, she bangs her head. And then the same with him stabbing himself, blah, blah, blah. should all be accidental. So that when he sends her to her death at the end, it should be like a real gut punch. Like this is the person Mm -hmm. actually, this is the thing that, this is the woman that's first kicked it all off really. But also he spent two iterations sort of trying to protect her. And now he's got to send her to her death. Mm-hmm. to protect his wife and that should be that should be a real um like character moment where like you know right what right have I to send this poor young girl to, but it's my wife like there should be that conflict yeah. there should be that conflict there f- for him and you're right I, although he there's that little bit of that in that moment i don't feel it's earned enough throughout the rest of the first part of the film
1: no i agree with you hundred percent and i think that um He's such a cipher as a character yeah. that, you know, the, the Tom Hanks point is incredibly well made. Right. And if we if there was the, you know, open your eyes version of this movie, um, which it was talked about at one point, mm. um, you know, it would sort of be like that. Right. It would it would it would focus more on character. It would have him be more of a likable kind of guy who then goes bad and becomes the, the stalker of the horror movie. And then in the third iteration becomes the guy making the tough choices to save his wife. Yeah. Imagine Um,
0: Steve Carell doing this. Could be. Yeah.
1: I mean, I I think that part of my problem is um, I don't feel good about that. I I like the twist of saving the wife and everything, but I don't, like you said, it doesn't feel totally earned as Mm. a sort of like difficult thing for that character because he's such a cipher. I don't know how to feel about their marriage surviving. I don't know if he's going to survive physically. I don't know, you know, so I don't know. Is this a happy reunion? Like we're going to mm. get through this and then keep renovating the house together or will he be dead in 24 hours? I don't know. Um, but I also don't know how to feel about that. And I, and I think partly, partly it's because, you know, like the, there's a lesson here. You know, if this is a horror movie and horror movies teach a lesson like do not fornicate before marriage, right? Because yeah. like, you you're gonna get a knife in the chest by somebody, right? Um, what is the message here? It's it's kind of um Stay like, Don't don't look at tits in the woods, <laughs> right? Yeah. Don't,
0: oh, no, don't get don't involved.
1: Look for the other woman. Right. No, the, mean, the the the, meth- the message here is don't get
0: involved. To keep it a distance, the point is, he's fine watching, that's not a problem. Yeah, from a distance, he's got the binoculars, he's watching. It's the moment he gets involved that it becomes a
1: problem. When you see a killer, a guy in the woods with a mask, you know, with bandages over his face, and a naked woman, let them do what they're gonna do.
0: Yes, the simple answer
1: is get your phone out, kill or rape, or you know, that's it, take your
0: phone out and record it, but
1: don't get involved. (laughs) I guess. I mean, but I think that's a little disturbing to me. Like, it, it, it is the sort of, like, I think it wants it to be a little bit of the sort of, like, diehard ending of, like, you know, they're reunited. It's less so, like, they were strained. You know, you're right. But it was, it was more sort of, like, I did this tremendous heroic thing that I may yeah. never tell you. To, I
0: don't want to it to take... be heroic, though. Here's the thing, what I want. Is one of the things the way this film starts is he's been to the supermarket and whatever, and things are falling out of the boot of his car. Like the back of the car is open; it's a hatchback, mm. and things have mm-hmm. fallen out onto his drive. Like if I was to do the remake of this with the the Tom Hanks, Steve Carell, like I would actually have the opening credits with him doing the shop. You know you see him doing the normal things. you see him sort of interacting with the cashier like he's a bit you know he 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 thinks he's that sort of like cool uh, he's a bit you know tries to crack jokes, but they never quite land or he's a bit awkward or whatever you know, sort of like yeah, but he's he's sincere and he's sort of like lovable. He's that you know all American sort of character like have that and then you know the ending of the, the opening credits is him getting home and finding out that there's all stuff's falling out onto his drive. fine. That is all good. That's the character it should be. I don't, so it, then the the relationship should be playful between him and his wife. Okay, that's mm-hmm. what I want. that's the start of the film to be. That ending, actually, I don't want it to be um, heroic. Heroic, yeah. I don't. It's not heroic. He sent a girl to his death. To her death. Right. I don't want it to be. I almost think like I almost want his. I want this film to almost end where he's gone through all this and he's now traumatized, and his wife is actually a little Mm -hmm. bit scared of him. Like the moment he grabs her wrist, it feels aggressive. It's not a. It's not a gentle. It's not a gentle. Don't go look. It's a sit down. And that's how it should, I want it to end. Is like, this is this is a downer ending. I don't want this to be a heroic end. I want it to be a downer ending where you see this, this happy-go-lucky sort of like chirpy person you met at the beginning is now kind of broken by what they've gone through. And like the wife's going, oh my God, I've got to go do this. And she's going, don't get involved. So that's I, the I lesson. Are, that's the lesson he's learned. Don't get involved.
1: There are elements of that, right? Yeah. That, that are here. Um, yeah. I just don't know that like, I don't know, well, I do know that this movie's not in control of its messages, right? Yes. It's it's really focused on the fun of the multiple iterations and, you know, you are your own uh, horror movie stalker, you know, and admittedly, that is fun, mm-hmm. right? And it, and it keeps it at an hour and a half, kudos, you know, with no budget, kudos for making this movie, it's an awesome movie, uh, especially with those stuff, those things in mind. But I don't think that, you know, because it's so focused on what it is doing, it's not focused on um, that relationship. It ends grounded in this relationship, but we don't know anything about that relationship.
2: Yes. Agreed.
1: Um, and, and so that feels odd. That feels like it became a different movie or wants to be a different movie in the final shot. Um, I don't know or like the main character. Um, I, it, and you should believe- do. You should do. That's the thing.
0: You should like that main character from the get-go and you should feel bad about his decline.
1: That should be mm. um yeah. Yeah. So, well and, and I think similarly, I don't think it's in control of its messages about, you know, sort of gender mm. and what's going on. Yeah, like we pointed out the whole naked girl in the woods thing. Um, you know, I mean she is a prop. She winds up being killed. I mean, her story is really awful, and she really tries to help him. You yeah, know, yeah, car crashes and everything. She's a girl on a bike who like had the worst day imaginable, and it you know like it doesn't really matter. She's used as a prop that she's used as like an object that changes in each iteration. And, but th- but this is know. what and I, but
0: this is where I feel this film misses, and this is because I do love a lot of this film. I really enjoyed this film, but you're right. <laughs> I feel that girl should be the crux of this film. Like the, the, it should be the, the, fil- the crux of this film should be the relationship between the, the, the husband and the wife and then the husband, the like the Hector and this girl should be like him trying to sort of do his best to try and just keep everybody safe, but fucking it up mm-hmm. all the time in the, you know, because the deterministic universe keeps pushing to do this outcome. um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: And she was always going to die. And he knows that. And so, you say like you know. You say about the roles of gender and stuff. Like it could be a boy, it could be a girl. Like it doesn't matter. That yeah. character that's seen in the woods, the the girl, it needs to be a girl. I think if you're going to have a male protagonist in Hector, should be almost like you know he should be almost fatherly to her, trying to be sort of you know mm. you know in that way. Um, so her death should be an absolute. It, you know when, when it goes around... Yeah. yeah. When when it goes round that second time, and you see the wife is killed, right it's, a, it's a, oh my god like watching the film i was like oh shit like that's christ the wife is dead i should feel mm-hmm. i should feel just as bad if not worse that in the third time the round it's he has to send this girl that he's been trying to right. protect to her
1: death yeah 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 no you're and right I, and, I, and i don't and think i that don't urge think that, to protect is he yeah. there yeah and that's this where, is brilliant right and, and and at the risk of sort of like rewriting the film yeah that's absolutely no 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 you're absolutely (laughs) right that urge to protect has to be there and so the betrayal of that is the price you pay to to save your wife um but these are the sort of like spielbergian like emotional intelligence questions that the movie doesn't have right it's got
0: no a good deal of
1: iq it's missing a lot of eq
0: yeah but this is where you know we going back to um vanilla sky and mm. um i was gonna say eyes wide shirt it's not eyes wide shirt um
2: oh yeah open, uh, your eyes.
0: open your eyes thank you what well, th- this was a, this was very similar to the situation we had there where we were like open your eyes mm. is great it's a very well done film but you never really like the characters uh, the main character in the, in, you know enough that they don't have the right charisma for the role and or there was something mm. that we, we kept saying there was something lacking from it, but there were, there were there was intelligence points going on in there that worked. It was really, you know, we said that we've re- there were certain points we really liked and it worked. And mm-hmm. obviously, you know, Penelope Cruz was fantastic, but like there was elements that really worked, but then you get to Vanilla Sky and it adds in that, you know, mm. Cameron Crowe adds in that uh, emotional intelligence. And, you know, for all his faults, you have someone with the charisma of, uh, Tom Cruise doing that role, and you're like, oh, some of this stuff just clicks, like it falls yeah. into place all of a sudden. And you're like, oh yes, this is, I would say, a, a more polished version. And I feel that like there's like, there's almost like, oh, there's a, there is someone there to do a more polished version of this film, an American version. Now I know people would be like, oh, the Hollywood remake, but I'm like, no, nah, this kind of, you know, there's an American. Or, well, it's actually American, but there's a polished remake to be made of this film that I think would be much more successful than the original.
1: You know, isn't it interesting that uh, we find these uh, similarities uh, with uh, Vanilla Sky and Open Your Eyes? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think about, and I've been watching a lot of, of French movies lately, um, and you think about a lot of European cinema, you know, and outside of like, um, Luc Besson, um, a lot of it is missing this kind of like emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, that's so much of what I hate about like French New Wave stuff is all the characters are ciphers, you know, utterly ciphers. And to me, like when you when you know what really clicked was when you were talking about that he's protected her. And so it really comes at a price that he's got to then betray her at the end and use that power to send her to her death Um, that clicks for me for me that's a structural thing and for me that's Mm. hardwired into the structure of the plot and to me that's a plot and structure thing not a character thing even though obviously it is a character thing and i tend to be less concerned about characters than americans tend to be with you know gotta have likable characters gotta have you know charming whatever but i do feel that there's a kind of like you know way in which it's 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 tied to the skeleton of the structure of the story mm-hmm. of just the character arc like you're describing um that just clicks and works and that american cinema tends to get even when it gets everything wrong it says <laughs> that it knows like we're it, we're spielberg we're you know we got to have that or we have nothing um whereas a lot of European cinema feels oddly as if it doesn't have a concept of character.
0: No, I do agree with that. I mean, I, 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 you know, I'd even say that like, some British, every sort of culture has that sort of thing they stick to. And I think British cinema has that problem as well, where, we will sometimes sacrifice a greater arc of a character for, for other things, you know, uh, especially more when it's, when it's more art house or more artistic cinema. Um, but I, and I think, you know, you, you said that I'm the one that's very character driven. I like those sort of like that, that, structure, those character acts, that's sort of where it, it works for me. And, um, I do like, you know, we've we've watched Alphaville and 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 you know Solaris and other films. Where we've gone, oh, there's there's great stuff to be taken from those, but there's something to be said for for American and, and and Western cinema. But to me, I sort of I come back to that scene and the the there's a moment in one of the key things that when he sees the body fall off the the roof and hits the floor, and it's really well done. I mean, it looks pretty graphic and painful and stuff. You don't see the face because the hair sort of comes over it. Um, and we've already seen this where he's kept the face of the woman hidden because he doesn't see the woman's face when he sees her breasts. He mm. doesn't see her face. And even when he does it on the second round, he actually says, like, OK, lower your face a little bit to the left. Like, I shouldn't be able to see your face or sort of thing. So he, he orchestrates that. So Hector, you know, he's, he's, her face being hidden all the time is quite is a bit of a thing. But it's the coat that she's wearing. Like it's clear, like she's got mm-hmm. short hair, and she's she's wearing this red coat. Like the red coat should be a big indicator. Like this, it's quite a you know, it's a bloody signal flare. And I think you know there should be a moment in that scene, not not him sending her off to death, not you know, not going to go now. The real gut punch should come when he sees that coat hanging on a door hook, and he's like, he he. That's when he figures it out, and he's like. And he then makes a choice by taking it down off the coat hook mm. and giving mm-hmm. it to her. Him giving her that coat is condemning her to death. And that's when he cuts mm-hmm. the hair and stuff. like. And that's where I'm like, in this version, it feels a little cold, where it's just like, oh, it's a he cuts her hair. It feels calculated, but cold. Um, And I, I don't think it should feel that way. It should feel like something else. And and, and that's where I'm like, oh, no, that that could be. But that could be like heart in your mouth kind of cinema where like you've got a, a likable mm. character all of a sudden making that choice for what he feels is the right reason, but condemning some poor girl to death by giving her this red coat this thing that you've identified as being the signifier of, of this person's this person's death. demise.
1: Yeah yeah, yeah and, and and if it's done well, that could be you know the the power of that scene mm. would be even greater because you and the audience understand the signifier you've right? seen this yeah, You've arbitrary yeah, you, yeah. i mean right and just like the horror that you know horror often feels worse when we know things that the audience that the characters don't yes right like you know it's worse when johnny's brave enough to go over the top you know it's worse because you know there's a german gun emplacement yes. <laughs> waiting to kill yeah, him exactly you know? yeah. uh and so the audience can feel in this weird position. And you're right, that could be this amazing moment. Um, and I think that instead, it feels a little rote. It feels, and I, and I think there's a lot in this movie that sort of feels a little rote. This, you mm. know, going back to the bandages, you know, I sort of feels like it's it's still that first draft that's so in love with what concept. Yes, exactly. And watch this multiple iterations, this thing that made no sense the first time through, will make sense the second, will make sense the third. Um, You know, that it's so preoccupied with that joy, and that is a joy, and that's why Mm, we mm. like the movie. That is really well done, and really good, and really cool. But there's other layers to this that just aren't there.
0: Yes. No, I think, you know, even... Even the, the same director, but with, you know, more money and with some maybe Hollywood influence and stuff, could you know you could bring that heart or that that character in. But yeah, I do think it's it's slightly missing it. But it's still good. Like I said, I still really enjoyed this film. It was really sort of... Um, and that ending, I like the fact it's a little ambiguous. I want to know more. Like, how the hell is it going to be all explained, I think? But that's fine that we're not going to get it. But at least, like, I want to see... You how know he grabs... Um, the wife's wrist and says no. I like, don't like sit down. I, I mm-hmm. it goes to the back of them. You just see the pair of them from behind, then sat in these two chairs, looking over this this view with the fence having been kicked down. I, I almost just as a final note, I wanted to see the wife's reaction to that being grabbed.
2: Yeah, because I think yeah, yeah, that,
0: yeah. that gives you a little bit of an indicator of what happens next. But you don't see either of them react. It's just sort of a no and then from behind
1: um yeah that's a good point i mean and you know i think that's part of why i feel so alienated from that last scene is that we mm-hmm. don't really see her reaction um you know and, and i think you know again it's a good movie i really i really enjoy this movie i'm really glad i got to see it it's a smart movie it's good enough that it makes me want to see a better version of it yeah um you know which is I mean, I feel like it's a better movie than that, but I still mm-hmm. wind up with that feeling. Um, and I think that, you know, one of the things that bothers me about this, besi- you know, is if you think about these four characters, the wife is really a cypher. She has almost no time. She doesn't even get a reaction show, right, mm-hmm. at key moments. We don't feel what it's like to have her home invaded. You know, she's in this terrible situation. We sort of see her shoved into this sort of like barn thing you know uh outside but we don't really we're never permitted into any of these characters interior space
2: Mm -hmm. um
1: and that's a big problem the um main character i don't like i you know he's a cipher you know I, i actively kind of dislike him um the woman in the woods is treated like an object. I'm uncomfortable with her sexualization, you know. Slightly, I'm never that guy, and I'm kind of that guy here, mm. um, you know, who's uncomfortable with that and how she's shot. Just because it could be something else, it uh, doesn't need to be her naked. Um, I and and so I'm a little bothered by that. And the scientist is, you know, doesn't make sense completely why he's got that. Uh, he's trying to throw the battery. And I almost think that whether we like, I would love to see almost like this movie from those other points of view rather than from his point of view. I think that all of those other points of view might even be more interesting than Mm -hmm. his point of view. I think like, imagine the scientist you go in and you're like, I'm going to use this on my day off on the weekend, you know, before the big reveal. And as soon as you power it up, a guy comes out of it. You're like, Oh, I'm in it now. And he like, threatens you and uh, holds you at knife point and is like you know i'm gonna come through again in a minute like that would be fascinating the same thing with Girl in the woods who has the worst day imaginable you know and that could be done early on or something i mean the wife who you know has her own sort of arc uh i come home and i'm in this horror movie all of those are really fascinating stories to me they might be more interesting than his yeah. um and so in addition to sort of feeling like, why is there a time institute up the hill from your house? Uh, you know, there's, you know, I'm, I'm sort of, oh, I mean, okay, whatever. It's a, it's a play with four characters. I mean, mm. I can let that go, but I do sort of wonder if this is the best version of that story to tell, and and the short shrift that those other three characters get kind of irritates me. A little.
0: No, I agree. It feels like this was limited by it's this film in mean, this film is 88 minutes long, including credits. Um and it's obviously very low budget. Not that's not to discredit anything. I think some of the, the, the practical effects, I think, and that includes the, the the bloody makeup, but also the time machine itself looks good. I think the room looks good. Um but it is clear that this is limited. Um in those reasons, and it almost feels like you feel that limitation on both uh scale and um time things are given. Um, and I think you're right, if this is given more money, even with the same director cast, like I think they would have done some of the things that we've highlighted. Um, but I think this could, like, you know, I think this is there are little things that I think you know, the scientists in particular. I don't want to be a mad scientist, but like you say, just some kid who's like making, you know, who's a bit like, yeah, I came in today to 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 do some final preps for this thing that's going to happen next week. And then these people just like popping out of this bloody machine, which
2: mm-hmm.
0: I know mm-hmm. the fact that if they've done that, then I've, I must have done these other things. So I'm going to have to do them. This sort of like, you know, this, this deterministic thing, um, you know, and being almost driven and pushed and confused, but going like, and being there like, look, I'm just a junior. Like I don't really know what I'm doing, but like I'm going on what I know. And so this is what's happening. Uh, and there's some other bits as well. Like you could easily, I'm not going to say paper over the cracks, but I think like you hmm. could flesh out aspects of this that I think would, would make this a much stronger story. It feels like, like you say, a first draft um, that like you say, they're, they're, they're very enamored with the concept um rather than the character stories um and that's that's a a, you know not a real shame because it's still a really really good film but i do think there's like you say i do think there's a remake of this to be made that would that would be really strong
1: yeah i mean you know you're right i i feel the same way um it is really a titanic accomplishment and Mm. you know people should see this movie um I think you know there is a kind of like comedic element to this movie of just that the light of the the joy of uh, you know people doing these things and and I almost feel like we're taking it a little more seriously than it than it wants to be taken um yeah. you know what I'm saying like I'm not even sure it's got that horror element, but I think that you know I don't know i I, I feel like we're sort of asking some questions that it's not really interested in answering.
0: No, but that I don't think that's an excuse. No, I you know agree. Because I mean? um, you say about there's a comedy element, and I think at times it tries to sort of introduce, and maybe this is a cultural thing. Like There are moments when I'm like, I think this is supposed to be funny, or at least they're going for a little bit of humour. Like when he has crashed the van and he falls out the back of the van um, and he, he finds the walkie-talkie and he just lies there and he looks at it and then he interacts with the scientist... Like that, that that feels like it should be almost like you know, frustratingly funny or like deadpan funny, where it's like, I try, I threw the walkie-talkie away. I'm still in mm-hmm. the situation, like you know, almost like a roll your eyes kind of thing. I don't know, but and there's a couple of moments like that, but it never fully, again, maybe this is one of those things, it never fully leans into any mm. one of those tonal things. Like it could be, yeah. even the horror, it never really sort of feels like it's going for the horror kind of things. Uh, it, it
1: does on and certain it shots. Should. Oh, like, hundred yeah, percent. It yeah. should really lean into that horror much more than it does. Mm. Right. I mean, uh, get some Wes Craven shots of, you know, that knife and the camera panning around that just, you know, and have it be this sort of like small scale sci fi horror. Oh well, kind I of film. think I think you could easily do this. Like each
0: each go around has a slightly different tone. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that mm-hmm. first one, that first go around should be like a, a Wes Craven horror movie. Like yeah. you're being pursued by a man wrapped in bandages that's trying to kill you with a pair of scissors. Like it should be horrific and it should be tense and horrifying. And then the second one should be, you know, he's sort of like. Hector trying to protect the girl or do whatever and that second go around like should have a slightly different tone of you know that maybe sort of not so much comedy but like you're falling away from the horror to more I don't know thriller kind of thing there's you know the, the horror mm-hmm. elements may be falling out but I don't know there's mm-hmm. now now mm-hmm. he is the master man it's he isn't he's learning things and there's an element of confusion and paranoia going on and and that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, you know that's that. There's there's, some, there's well, another version of this.
1: You mentioned, you know, that that scientist potentially being a, a you know a young guy there, you know, and having some more comedic element. I think that clearly, if we're going to justify the money to make this in Hollywood, we need uh, we need Sly Stallone as the main character, you know, <laughs> looking out for his family, yeah. and then we need Rob Schneider as the scientist.
0: Wow, you're making this '90s version of this film, and if he's looking out for his family, yeah, it's not I mean, slow, It's Vin Diesel. Like this is a, this yeah. is a, a, this is a fast, even and Furious, worse. This is a Fast and Furious <laughs> spin-off. <laughs> and the scientist is Ooh. going to be played by The Rock. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, no, that's an awful I mean, version. Yeah, no, I. You could also, yeah, you can see for as good as like Vanilla Sky is, you can't see like a Hollywood version going really, really awry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you'd need some real
0: controls over the right actors for this. I mean, I think I'm I'm trying to think of like an everyman actor. Like you need someone who's that sort of everyman guy. Um you know, there's there's a few that you could do um that, you know, would I think would work. I think like, you know, I said like Tom Hanks, but I'm thinking of that Uh version, you know, the nineties sort of Tom Hanks, early two thousands possibly kind of would have would have been good. Um, I'm not sure who you would do now particularly. particular. There's, there were a few people. But, yeah, you need like an everyman. You don't need an action star. You mm-hmm. doesn't need to be buff. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to be, you know. Um, in fact, he shouldn't be. No, you know, he shouldn't be. He should be sort of, yeah. Um, it would work better. But, yeah, they'd probably end up giving it to Ryan Reynolds,
1: unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. No. Golly gee, you know. Yeah. Like, I think that's me, you know. You know, horrible
0: trailer. So yeah, let's. Uh, whilst I want it, it's that case of careful what you wish for. I think, isn't it really?
1: Yeah. Did you did you uh, you know see R.I.P.D. ever want uh, this time crimes remade as R.I.P.D. Oh. oh, I have seen R.I.P.D.
0: Yeah, and the fact they made the sequel to it as well that was a straight ah. to video. I haven't seen that because that looks that looks even worse. Um, yes, um, I like Ryan Reynolds. I think he has a place. I do too in cinema. I, mean, I just don't think it's just in the remake of this film. No, um, yeah, I, I'm no gonna, I, I, I I am going to have a think about it, though. Um, Anyway, final thoughts with regards well, to time I'm, crimes. I,
1: I, I've heard about this movie for years, and I, I, you know, chose it because I wanted to see it, Uh, you know, and wanted an excuse to to see it and then talk to my buddy about it. Um, And there are these movies where, um, as good as it is sometimes to relive a classic or, you know, watch something that, uh, you know, we've seen before or I just want to see what you say about it. It's fun to sort of do something like this uh, here and there. And we've got a few like this at the end of the season. so We have. Um, yeah, yeah. No. And I think you're well, right. In, I mean, it's a good movie. I mean, everyone should see it, right? I mean, yes. it's a it's a good movie. It deserves being seen.
0: I, I agree, actually. Um, this is one of those films that, like you, I've seen this pop up on um, lists, you know, sort of like internet lists where like 10 films that you should see that you've never heard of or those sorts of things. Like I've seen it all, like, you know. Um And so I, I had, I've always had an awareness of this film. So when you chose it, I was like, oh yeah, cool. I, that's a film I, I wouldn't mind having a look at. And so I am glad, in fact, I'm going to keep, I've got, I bought the DVD of this because it was, it was actually quite difficult to find on streaming, which is a shame, but I bought, the, I picked up the DVD for like five pounds. So not going to complain. It's a bit of a vanilla disc, but it's actually, you know, it's worth keeping. If anything, I, I was, you know, I, I would probably pay out for a mm-hmm. version of this with some behind the scene features. Like I'd want like an interview with the, with the, the comment well, or a commentary with the director or an interview mm-hmm. and some other stuff, like the thoughts that went into the, 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 you know, some of the shots, um, as we said, like how they did re reshot some of those scenes so they could pick them up to look the way they did and some of the way they're plotting, I think it would be really interested to see how they did all that stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. no, I think this is a film well worth seeing and actually would probably be deserving of a wider audience. Um, it is, I think limited because it's both Spanish and a low budget science fiction time travel film. Um, but it's um, yeah, I think this, this is, you know, this is one of those films I think is, what does it definitely deserves a wider viewership of of people just like look if you can read subtitles get on with it it's not hard to, you know it's hard to find and it's well worth seeing i think
1: there is a dub version too so. no sod off
0: that would be no, yeah. it's it,
1: it's got some problematic dubs uh, i've seen yeah. parts of it and uh, yeah the acting is not the best
0: as i, I always find the problem with with dub films is some of them can be really good. I think, you know, there have been versions that have been very, very good, but often, like you say, they bring in people and they're just sort of so lacklustre in their dubbing that it's, it it takes away more than it adds. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm often not sort of a, a big fan of that. Um, so anyway, yeah, so that's Time Crimes. Uh, definitely go check it out, you know, wherever you can find Crimes. But you're right, there are some films coming up that the next two we're going through a bit of a sort of a this this three run it's it's, it's three um julian mm. films but this the next sort of two following this as well are new to me i've not seen them um but we we we're we're, we're, gonna, we're leaving spain and we're heading to uh japan next and for 2008 mm. tokyo gore police um so yeah
1: that's going to yeah, be it. so, a, so- the, the next two are both foreign films that I have not seen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tokyo Gore Police uh, is Japanese, and that's next. And then Russian, art to Be a God. Both of yes. those known for their violence or their hard content, um, at least compared to time crimes. So uh, yeah. we shall see.
0: Yeah. So we have got our uh, – this is our foreign section. We've done quite a few, actually, You know, sort of um, – We've done some good ones actually across the seasons, so but I'm glad we're doing these. Uh, yeah, but Tokyo Gore Police come from Japan, so that'll be coming next uh, in the next episode. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, find us on uh, at Pod Timespace on Twitter. Come let us know if you've seen Time Crimes. Do you think our my often rewrites of these films? Do you think it's sort of you know this is a version that, or there could be a version of this, a, an Americanized version that would work? You know, are we right? Are we wrong? Let us know. What do you think of this film? Um, and uh, yeah, does it stand up for you? Uh, also, if you like what we're doing, don't forget, please check out your podcasting platform and leave a review for us, uh, what you think of the show, uh, four stars, five stars, preferably, but you know, any feedback is good feedback. Um, so please go do that. And of course, we're trying to keep the, ta- uh, the tower lights on. and Lem looms over us, often mm. demanding sustenance <laughs> and uh, uh, our compliance and to do so we need some funding so please go check out our patreon and the patreon is getting loaded with lots of stuff not only are there um more trekking through the twilight zone episodes on there we're well up into season three now on the on the patreon uh, we are also having some bonus episodes that we're doing that to, uh, in accordance with the main uh feed so we recently did The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the TV series from 1981. Uh, we then did, um, we did Battle, Battle Royale, Royale 2. 2. Yes, to follow our Battle Royale episode, uh-huh. Battle Royale 2. And more than that, we then did some Transformers animation from 1984. So we went back and watched and re- uh, reviewed that.
1: So, there, And there will be some more. We will do yeah, more, just that's complimenting the main feed, you know? And so, yeah, we really want to encourage you to, to try it out. And there's a lot that's on there. That's, you know, good stuff. Yeah.
0: Fantastic stuff. And of course I do my own little things. It's the 30 minute thoughts of me rambling about different bits and pieces, uh, as well as uh, trekking. And it's, 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 I like to get things out of my brain. It's either that or sort of fall into some sort of catatonic state of, uh, of of ideas and, and nonsense. Uh, and also uh, create a corner, quarterly create a corner where I have sort of someone come on and we talk about their process. Um, so do go check out the Patreon. It's uh, www.patreon.com uh, forward slash two zero CG media. That's 20th century geek media. There's a link down below so much stuff on there. And it's for like, like five pound a month, you know, five pound a month and you get an awful lot of fantastic uh, extra content. Anyway, for now ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for enjoying the show thank you so much for joining us and we shall see you on the next episode there's something
2: very important i forgot to tell you what don't cross the streams